Well, something smells really nice right outside my window. Hey, Professor! Ah, holy shit! Hey, Professor, I was just, uh, you know, I was in a, you know, one of those moods, and I was just, I made some cupcakes. You want a cupcake? Whoa. Oh, my they're, God. They're what? fine. It's enriched flour. It's a, it's a nice buttercream frosting. Oh, okay. Well, that doesn't sound too bad. Yeah. It's, just have one. I'm just a little nervous around baked goods sometimes. What for? Well, they could be dangerous, Chad. Chad, you shouldn't go sneaking up on people like that and give them foods. Oh, I'm sorry, Professor. I just I wanted to surprise you with a treat. That could be haunted. It could have, like, a ghost in it. What? No, I'm, I'm pretty sure they don't. I made them. Could have, like, a little gnome that, like, comes out and, like, mines your forehead for lost crystals. That'd be terrible, but I'm pretty sure they're gnome-free. Well, I hope so. I sifted the flour. But, Chad, let me ex I feel bad. I I'm sorry. I, I startled you, and that's I was really kind of rude. So That's all okay. Why don't you come on in and let me tell you a story about why I'm so fearful of this cupcake that you showed me. It's the story of La Baguette. to college. Okay, Mima. I want to tell you about the time I joined a French baking sorority. <laughs> oh, Grandma, I never knew you were in a sorority. Oh, I was. And it's only now I can tell you on my deathbed. <laughs> this was a secret society sorority. <laughs> oh, Grandma. Hold my hand. She did. Her hand was, was cold and clammy and dry at the same time as it was clammy. I don't, Death is complicated. I don't feel so well. I'm, I'm alternating between too cold and too hot. I don't feel like I have much time to tell this tale to you, Brittany. Uh, I'll lean in close. Yes, lean in close. Before the tale could start, the door to the hospital room gently opened, and an older woman in a baker's cap shuffled over to the side of the bed. <gasps> Excuse me, ma'am. I'm here for your grandmother. Are, the, are you a nurse? They're here sooner than I expected. Tell the tale. What is happening? This will all make sense, Brittany. I'm going to make that promise now up front. This will all wrap up. I believe you. You see, it was the year 1967. I had just finished high school. It was time to find where I would study. At Vassar. Yes. Vassar at first. 
And as I was working on my MRS, as we called it back then, I was just <laughs> looking for a handsome man to marry, and my degree would be nothing. I would just become a wife. <laughs> but I discovered a darker side of myself. Oh my gosh. Dark like pumpernickel bread. <laughs> I decided, I found an underground baking society. Grandmother's eyes go wide as they flash back to that time. It's like I was there right now. <gasps> and suddenly we're back in the 1960s at Vassar. Once again. Oh, it smells delicious down this dark hallway. I wonder what could be at the end of it. She walked down, her hands reaching along the hallway, trying to find a light, something to illuminate. As the hall got darker and darker, the smell of fresh-baked bread growing stronger, until she finally just burst through a curtain, and her eyes were blinded by the light. There, everywhere, different men and women baking, different types of ovens, different styles of bread. Not any five more loaves. It was like the most Isley cantina, but if they were all baking. But toss me the flour! Pumpernickel, I said pumpernickel! Beep up, beep, 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 beep. Make it a fine garlic <laughs> God damn it, Pepe! It's supposed oh. to be brioche! Oh. Oh. Sorry, master! <laughs> what is this place? Welcome. Thank you. I'm so confused. I was I was just trying to find my way to the. Do you like what you see? Smell? I I like everything that I see. Smell. That's exactly how it, I'm experiencing it. It's like I'm seeing and smelling everything at the same time. Like what's that? What do you call that when you you see colors and you hear? It's LSD. That's, that's right. That's what I'm thinking of. It is 1967. Oh, sure. <laughs> Whoa. Ooh, what is this? Oh, it's like a it's a, like it's a, a garlic infused LSD swatch. Oh my oh. I thought it was bread. Bread too. Oh. Janine, Janine, what are you doing here? You're not supposed to be here. Oh, my roommate, Barbara, what are you Janine, go turn back now! What do you mean? I I love this place. Since I see smelt it, I I couldn't imagine being anywhere else. Oh Janine, you don't understand. You don't understand. There's still time for you. What do you mean? Like, I can't talk anymore. Barbara! <gasps> Shut it! I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I don't want to dressage you. What? As they talk, a handsome, tall, and dark Frenchman makes his way across the baking dome what that's called. <laughs> oh, like a baking dome. It is very nice. Yes, it smells fantastic. I always wondered why there is that bump in the college green. And this oh, is exactly yes. underneath it, isn't it? That's why there's that hill in the college green. Yes, all for the love of bread. <laughs> I am Jean-Jacques. Jean-Jacques, enchanté. She reached out her hand. And what is your name, my dear? My name is Barbara. 
Barbara. You can pronounce it that way? <laughs> I do not know where to put the stress. <laughs> oh, I have a few ideas. <laughs> Would you like to learn how to shape the baguette? More than anything else. Jean-Jacques' hands are firm and strong. They're covered in flour. Come with me. He takes her through, weaving back and forth between the different ovens and baking stations, over to his. It has a wood-fired kiln. Jean-Jacques steps behind her, pulls her in front of him, and puts his hands on top of hers, begins working dough sitting on his station. God, our hands are interlaced like, I don't know, some kind of French pastry. <laughs> I don't know my pastries yet. Don't hold it against me. The crioche encore. <sighs> Say it again. Crioche encore. Encore, encore. They spent hours baking, and he taught her all different types of French breads. They went back to his dorm that night, ate dark chocolate, and split a bottle of wine. They talked all about the secret society, the love of bread, of how all peoples made bread, and that it bound us together. But there's one thing you must beware, my dear. What is it? The path of pumpernickel. What? It is a dark, hearty bread. It's too strong for anyone to tame. What? None underneath the bread dome have conquered it, but all have been lured by its temptation. Even then, there in his dorm room, part of her knew that she would not be happy until she pursued Conquest. Con conquest? I or see it's rubbing off. Yes. Oh. Oh, no. The You're definitely rubbing off on me, Jean-Jean. <laughs> the next day in class. And, uh, so the, uh, illusion of the fourth problem. Where'd you go last night? Oh, I bet. I went to the, the baking dome and I met a a young Frenchman named Jean-Jacques, and oh. went back to his dorm, and we split a bottle of Cabernet. And some people here are trying to learn! Well, some people here are trying to gossip. <laughs> Fair enough. Long story short, that's why I've just been doodling pumpernickel loafs in the, the margins of my notebook. Is that what those are? <laughs> I know, without context, it might be confusing what those those dark loaf shapes are in the margins of my notebook. So, so it happens. I was going to invite you guys to the secret a beer house tonight party. Oh. It's a German fest. And as you can see, the decorative elements of the facade are consistent with Baron House. So you ladies in her what? Oh, you're inviting oh. the nerd too? Yeah, she could... I can party. I've got a lot of pent-up shit I need to get out. What are you drawing in your notebook? Just drawing 
She's actual just actual notes. You're just I'm just I'm writing notes. the actual words this guy is saying because some people are here to learn, but I'm down to clown too later. Okay. <laughs> She's not in class. Exemplary of the I like your boundaries. <laughs> Thank you. I like your bread. Thank you. Later that night at the beer fest. A lot of really big women with wide bearing hips here. I thought there'd be, you know, more guys. I, well, I invited Jean Jacques to show up. You invited Jean Jacques? Jean Jacques is coming? Yeah. Please, I I'm a nerd, and even I know that Jean Jacques doesn't get along with any of these German ladies. He just draws that mustache on, you know. What? <laughs> yeah, that tiny little pencil His thin. pencil thin mustache? It's just drawn on. With a pencil. <laughs> what? Yeah. It's a lead pencil and it'll probably kill him someday. <laughs> oh, and I hope it does. All the stories about him, he's no good. What? What stories? You haven't heard? No. No? Of course not. That's why I'm asking what stories. <laughs> the first story concerned Jean-Jacques and a dog. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I'm, and I'm not finished. <laughs> and a dog whose also name was Jacques. Jean Jacques found out about a fraternity that had a dog named Jacques. Yeah? He couldn't stand the fact that there was something else around here with a name similar to him okay. that women also liked. Okay. So he baked it into a loaf of bread! Holy fuck! Let's go! And he told all the people it was a hot dog! Yes! And they ate it! What? They ate it willingly! Wait, what do you mean? They just like, he emulsified the dog and made it into bread? It was like, it was like a corn dog, come on! Okay. It's like a corn dog. But that's just the first story. Okay. The second story concerning Jean-Jacques was even worse. And then he milked it with his mouth. Wait, what? The corn dog or the dog? The hamster! What? Where did the hamster come into this? It's part of the second story. So he found out that there was a hamster named Jack at a local elementary school. Holy fuck. took the pet home for the weekend. Yes, he melted. it. <laughs> he took it home, and the lady friend who came to visit him was more interested in the hamster than him. Okay. So then he milked it. What? Then what? Then what did he do? Well, he, he just like just the end? he just like stopped feeding and didn't take care of it and oh. stuff. And then his his cousin had to take it, but it was he was like it was like really mean. <laughs> but the hamster's okay. I don't know. His cousin has the hamster. Oh. I'm not I'm out of touch with them. Oh. But the third story, the third story concerning Jean-Jacques was the most horrific of them all. Wait, why are you, why are you scared all of a sudden? Because we're at the, the peak of the stories and I know it's gonna get bad. Oh. Worse, even. Okay. Jean-Jacques yeah. stole the recipe for the pumpernickel bread that all these wonderful German ladies love. He's never given it back. This, this recipe? What? Last night, we were on our second bottle of cab and he showed me this, this piece of parchment paper. It's, I think it's the recipe. He's marked you. 
What? 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 God. He doesn't share that recipe with anyone he has good intentions for. The writing on the parchment was written in blood. Oh my god, that looks like hamster blood! The hamster's oh not god. okay! The hamster's not okay! I'm gonna have to call Devin tomorrow and confirm, but I'm pretty sure that that is... You're sure it's hamster blood? It was hamster blood. <laughs> oh my god, I just... I feel terrible. I gotta write this wrong. I have to... I have to return this. Well, we're in the right place. I'll just saunter up to the biggest, broadest hip German lady in this place. I assume she'll be an authority figure here. Yeah. And I'll hand it over. That's a great idea. You'll be revered as a hero. I, I hero hope so. Heroine. Heroine. Yeah. You'll be a heroine. I'm just gonna chance it. Greta? Yeah. Yeah, you oh, okay, it. Okay, yeah, she turned right around. Uh, uh, I thought it was the wall. It's good to see you. Oh, how can I help you, girls? Um, uh, Greta, my name's my name's Barbara. Hey, oh, not Barbara. It is it is night now. Night has fallen on the beer dome. Uh, I'm here to wrong. Wait, no, right or yeah, wrong. Good. Yeah, you're okay. I'm here to right or wrong. Have you been drinking too much beer? I've, I've been. Taking in some of that that Vorsteiner over there. It's it's really great. I have to return to you a stolen pumpernickel recipe. <gasps> Suddenly the doors burst open. <gasps> Jean-Jacques stands in the doorway. Barbara! Jean-Jacques! How dare you return that recipes with these fiercely German pig dogs? He has a half-empty bottle of wine in his hand and his mustache is all smeared. <laughs> He's so drunk he couldn't even draw it on, right? This I is bet, bad. I bet him and Greta are gonna get into it. Yeah, of course. He and Greta are gonna have a really super big fight, I bet. Just going back and forth. It's a super fast dialogue. Like, really fast. Just the two of them. They got a lot of beef. We work it out. Uh, Let them work it out. Greta and Jean-Jacques square off in the battle of the century. Greta, your family did horrible things to mine in the Ardennes. Oh, yeah, well, they should not have been trespassing. It was my grandfather's cuckoo clock forest. Yes, well, those woods were also used by my family for our baking kilns. Well, you should have maybe put something on there so that we would know. Well, that's too bad. We will have to fight over this now, as we always fight. The frontiers and the von Stufendorfs, yeah. The crowd cleared, creating a circle around the two of them. Greta grabs the most cured and perfect bratwurst she could find. <laughs> it shone, gleaming in the night. A righteous sword. What do you think you can do with that ridiculous sausage? <laughs> she slapped it across his face. <laughs> Jean Jacques takes from a holster secreted upon his person a crusty, stale baguette. Oh my god, it's going all bread up. It's a hundred year baguette of my grandfather's. <laughs> From the heart of hell, I stab it, see? Oh my god! It went right into her buxom chest! Oh my gosh, Greta! Oh. The she wind! Safe. It just went right in the middle! 
Thank goodness I'm so booksome. <laughs> I have you caught, are booksome. I have caught the stale bread in my breasts. <laughs> she laughed a hearty laugh and lifted the sausage for another final fatal blow. Finish me! <laughs> Jean-Jacques collapsed on the floor. Blood trickling from his mouth. The baguette between Greta's cleavage, crumbling to dust, falling onto the floor, onto his face. An ancient curse in French floated on the air. <laughs> the bread curse finally lifted. Suddenly, a French nurse entered as his final breath left his body. Who are you? I am... I am Marie. Marie? Yes. What? I'm the nurse of Saint Sebastian. You're a what? I'm the nurse of Saint Sebastian. Oh, okay. Oh. Yes. Nurse of Saint Sebastian. Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh. I spent a night with Jean-Jacques. I can understand French accents now. Yes. Oh, okay. Very good. Sebastian was this, the patron saint of the broken bread. What did she say? Jean-Jacques, I guess, was some kind of patron saint of broken bread. Okay. Yes. All, all the bread that has gone too, gone too firm. All the bread that's gone too firm? <laughs> because it absorbs uh, the moisture. It, it does not dry moisture, out. It, 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 it absorbs dry more out. moisture, and the starch molecules, they, the they become rigid and, and firm. Yes, very rigid and firm starch oh. molecules. Oh, yes. So why are you here? I am here because I must return Jean-Jacques's body to the kiln from which it came. Oh my god. He's a, he's a he's bread. He's a bread man? He's made of bread? Oh my gosh. One thousand years ago in the forests outside Normandy, there was a young baker who baked the perfect loaf. He baked it for 15 days and 25 nights. <laughs> Barbara, I'm no doctor, but I'm sure you're going to get a yeast infection. <laughs> yeah, that is for certain. And this perfect loaf that was baked was formed in the, in the shape of a man. And he walked out into the world, and for a thousand years he baked things too. So he just... Go on. <laughs> Ever since that time, the nurses of San Sebastian have been watched and guard for his eventual demise. For he's not of this earth. Oh my God. You've you've had a, a good time with a with an angelic presence or something. Like a like a bread angel. Like a bread angel. <laughs> That's why he had to draw his mustache on, because he's not a real person. He can't grow real real mustache. Oh, I feel mean for making fun of him now. <laughs> it is also little... why he would never allow himself to be soaked in the liquid. What if you have a bread baby? He was he, he was really weird when I asked if we could take a shower together. <laughs> It sounded sexy at the time, I don't know. I take his body back now to the kiln. 
Marie takes out a giant paddle and she scoops Jean-Jacques remains. Marie, yes. before he goes, can we, can we have like a finger or something? You want to eat Jean-Jacques? <laughs> he's, he's bread. Just right, you still have the pumpernickel recipe. Gee, the, the stolen pumpernickel. I, bet. I was gonna return it to Greta, but that whole battle kind of threw, a, threw aside that plan. She's, she's right here, we can <laughs> still just hand it hey, to yeah, her. <laughs> just gonna put that right there. Just put it in her. Right in the. Right in her, right yeah. in her boobs. Yep. She'll keep it. She'll find it. <gasps> oh, be amazing if, if somehow, on the the evening you shared with Jean Jacques, that somehow you, you know, carried a, a bread seed, to <laughs> carry forward, so that someday on your deathbed, the bread angel will come for you. <laughs> the years passed. <laughs> Back in the hospital room. And that's, that's right, Brittany. You're, you're that bread seed. No. You're, you're my little bun in the oven. I'm part bread. Yes, you're Jean-Jacques. I'm inbred. <laughs> yes, you're my little inbred baby. And the, the nurse of St. Sebastian is here to, to scoop my body up on that big paddle and burn me in that bread oven. Just like my love, Jean-Jacques. Brittany, Grandma, you can have a piece of your grandmother's body to eat yes. if you'd like. Snap off a piece. Delicious. I'm buttery and delicious. Explains why you're clammy and dry. That's right. right. She slowly reaches over to her grandmother and gently pulls her thumb. Yeah. Here's some salted butter. You may make the crouton for remembrance. I will. I'll think yes, of you I'll... anytime I eat croutons or bread, and I'll think of myself too, because that also adds a layer of things. <laughs> like That's... a flaky French croissant. That's right. Marie yes. slides the paddle under grandmother. <laughs> a beautiful scent is in the air, the scent of fresh break, break bread. It's oh, time. It's time to go. Scent of baguettes on the river Seine. An angelic light fills the room, and there's someone else there too. A flower-covered hand, firm and stocky, reaches out and grasps her own. Shanshak, Barbara. I'm coming back to you, Shanshak. Come to me, my love. Oh. You will be forever in the brioche-scented clouds. Yes. In the spirit of Barbara flew out the window, and another French-sounding curse floated on the wind. Au revoir, Mima. Featuring 
Matthew Brahm, Kendall Butterworth, Sam Gorenstein, Amy Nolte, Justin K. Rivers, Matthew Rogers, and Alex Timmis. With original music composed and performed by Mark S. Merritt.